This episode of the Damage Guild podcast is sponsored by listeners like you. Join the guild at patreon.com slash damage guild to receive exclusive perks, member rewards, and bonus content. Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. You find yourselves training late into the evening, all in the guild training hall. You're the last ones here when you are enveloped in an unnatural silence. You see, but do not hear, the door burst open and a towering humanoid figure, cloaked and masked in black, charging towards you. I will strike at the beast. Your swords are biting into flesh. However, there's no blood coming along with it, and it seems to have little effect, if any, on the creature. Is it an undead giant? You see the crown of Altoria hovering towards the door. I want to try to grab it. You reach out and grasp the crown, and you have the crown in your hand. Nice grab, Tokus. Can I use my item interaction to put the crown into the interdimensional sack? Yeah, you could. Tag it and bag it, baby. Tokus, you hear a whisper in your ear. Why don't you lend me that crown for a few hours? That sounds like a really good idea. It sounds like a great idea. Oh, no. Do I just get the crown out? On your next turn, you will. You guys got to stop me. Does he see anybody doing like he doesn't see them, but the two of you see another black cloaked figure looks more human sized that just materializes behind him. Mm. Uh, And you don't hear anything going on. You just see that happen. And it's doing like one of these, like casting a spell (laughs) at me. Yeah, we see him appear. That's about it. Straight these turn. This black cloaked figure appeared behind Tokus so that How far is Tokus away from the... I'm pretty far. I missed Eden and then moved a little. Yeah, he's like 90 or 95 feet from you. From me, but from Stripey, whose turn it is, right? Oh, yeah, from Stripey, who's like 40 feet. I'm wondering if I should send Stripey over to help Tokus. But maybe we should just concentrate on this big galoot. So Stripey will just continue to... He'll take the dodge action and help Aslo flank. Hmm. Okay. And it's Azo's turn. I mean, I, so I'm not trying to rules monger here, but I did audibly let the guys know that I had the crown, didn't I? I thought I had like a triumph. Yes. So like, theoretically, Aslo knows that... The crown's no longer on his head. I have the crown and I put it in the interdimensional space. Yeah, I probably would have heard you shout and then, if I wasn't already, looked up at you and then seen you put it into the satchel. So as far as I'm concerned, it's right. probably safe. Yeah. I mean, I would see this guy materialize, but would I... You wouldn't know to get it, would you? <sighs> no, I wouldn't. You would probably at least shout Tokus, look out behind you. If you saw someone materialize to a team member, you would say, hey, there's someone behind you. I mean, I'm already mind-controlled by the guy, or he, I guess he used command <laughs> yeah. or something. But we don't know that, and Aslo doesn't know that, right? Right. So I see him up here behind you, and I say, Aslo, I mean, Tokus, look out behind you. <laughs> Aslo, you're in danger. <laughs> I'm not the only one to get you two mixed up sometimes. <laughs> I mean, you could use your item interaction to take a peek, right, in the bag, just to make sure the crown is safe. I wouldn't have any reason to, to think otherwise. You would have no... Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately. We're in trouble, guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. And this figure is covered head to toe as well? Yeah, he's wearing all black. He doesn't have the same exact outfit as just some other black cloak and regular black clothes underneath it. But we can't see his face at all? No, it's pulled up and all shadowy and probably masked. Well, okay, okay. I understand that Brian, Aslo's character, wouldn't know to grab the crown. 
but we now have two enemies and we're already having trouble fighting one. Wouldn't this normally be where tactically Asla would consider another hypnotic pattern? Um, uh, how far apart are they? Yeah, that wouldn't really lend... The positioning doesn't really lend itself to... 45 feet? We're, we're fighting two guys and then he... We would only need to fight one guy. Well, that's why we're focusing the the first guy, who we've already done damage to. No, I'm saying I think he could just hypnotic pattern me and the other guy. Why would he hypnotic pattern you, Tokus? Because I have advantage on it. Logically, that doesn't make any sense. He would hypnotic pattern if we were fighting a swarm of guys. I, I don't think we can fight both of these enemies simultaneously. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing is that we have already done some damage to this guy. But then again, the if it's a caster, they're probably weaker than the big, big brute. But I'm standing next to this guy anyway. So I think my thought would be to take advantage of the flanking with Stripey and take my attacks. Hmm. Advantage, attack. Uh, that's more than a 10, right? That's all I need to hit. Mm-hmm. Okay, 13 plus. Okay, so 5, 6, 7, 8 piercing. It's not charged this turn. And I'm going to Blade Flourish as well, since that hit. Spend a Bardic Inspiration die to deal an extra 3 damage to it. Is this damage coming from Kingslayer? It is, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. And then I'll use the Defensive Flourish to add 3 to my armor class until the start of my next turn, so that hopefully I don't get hit again. <laughs> but we'll see. Second attack... Also more than 10, and only 4 piercing damage. And then I think I have 2 more Bardic Inspirations left. I will go ahead and bonus action give another Bardic Inspiration to Tokus. Thanks, buddy. That completes my turn. I hope you don't do anything evil on your turn. (laughs) (laughs) The creature is looking like it's taken some noticeable damage at this point. Sweet. It's not about to fall or anything, but it's been hit hard, so... Okay. Okay. It tries to attack Aslo again, since you're clearly the one that's actually doing damage to it. <laughs> Ooh, those are both hits. Yep. Oy. How much did you add to your AC, actually? Uh, three. So it should be, uh, 18. It hits with both of those. Ugh. I was thinking maybe Mirror Image would be a good idea earlier. Yeah, I'm thinking that now. <laughs> it's a total of 25 points of damage between the two. 25. Yikes, among us. It just punches you straight in the ribs and then smacks you across the face. (laughs) Oh, let's see. I believe that uh, brings me down. Wonderful. Yeah, I'm at zero. Well, exactly zero. It did exaxes? No, it was, I think it was 42 damage out of 39. Yep, down for the count. Aslo drops like a sack of potatoes. Well, it's all ogre now, as Tokus would say. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and Tokus, it's your turn. So you feel compelled to lend the whispering voice the crown for a few hours. Awesome. And I have to abide by that, right? Because I failed the wisdom check? Yeah. Now, I can let him have the crown. I realize I can't breach that, but that doesn't mean I can't turn around and try to kill him. (laughs) (laughs) Do I actually even know he's there? Well, yeah, you heard the voice coming from behind you, so you know where it was. And I shouted to you, too. Yeah. Right. This is an important turn. Events. Yes, it is. Uh, Okay, we need to get Aslo up. I need to shoot the guy. I need to get the crown back by killing this guy. I can't just get the crown back. So he's holding it, right? Well, yeah, I guess the first thing you do is pull it back out of the bag and hand it to him. Right. Right. So I I see him. 
Mm-hmm. Like, and his command is only compelling me to give him the crown and let him hang on to it for a few hours. Right. Right. You're not uh, hypnotized by him. Outside of that, I can breach the contract. You can do whatever you want other than that. Okay. <laughs> cool. Actually, does that mean if I want to move away from this guy, I'd have to disengage? Or he's just... I, I guess he's just got, like, a staff or something. Whatever. He's got a rapier, actually. Oh. Okay. Well, okay, guys. I'm thinking I should try to go get Aslo up. Um, can you can you do that? Do you have any healing? Yeah, I have a healing potion. Okay. I could also shoot the healing potion. We know how well that turned out last time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't forget I have the periapt, so I'm not in danger of dying, dying. We need you back in the fight. Yeah, it's true. I thought about using the bracer earlier in this fight on either you or Shaba, the resilience mode. I didn't. How does the shooting the healing potion on the Volapult work? Because I can't, I can't get to him physically, right? I can't move to him unless I action surge. Right. I believe we said it was just an attack roll, but if he's prone, then that makes range attacks at disadvantage. Mm. The last thing I would do right now is try to shoot your healing potion at Azo, honestly. Yeah, uh, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking this is an action, tur- action surge turn. I'm thinking move shoot, or shoot move, at the Goliath guy, at the golem, at the ogre yeah get that nice fire damage it seems like fire damage i don't know if he's got weakness to it but he it definitely bothers him yeah Mm -hmm. more than other damages so yeah i could start off with that before i make any of these other decisions like me being next to this guy doesn't hurt my shot on the other target right or does it do i get disadvantage i don't think so i think it would only be if you're attacking that guy the guy who's next to you uh i think i'm in melee combat technically aren't i if he's right behind you yeah I think I think I'm technically in combat therefore ranged attacks have disadvantage. Yeah, usually when someone comes up on me on Shaba, then I switch to my sword because I'd be at disadvantage. So I'm going to move away from this guy even if it means he's going to get to attack me. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. I think you can not only take the hit but he may have a hard time hitting you if he's a caster. I feel like I, as much as I want to turn and start attacking this guy cuz he has the crown now, I feel like I need to down the thing that you guys are all fighting so that we can all work on this guy. Mm. Yes, your instincts are good. Okay, so I'm going to move away from him my normal move of 25. Okay. Towards towards the ogre. The robed ogre? The ogre spirit? Towards the ogre? Maybe maybe now start going towards the door because you're going to need to yell out in the hallway for help. Mm. Oh, okay. So you're saying, I mean, as long as I've got a clear shot... To the ogre, it's 120 feet. Yeah, it should be plenty of space. We're in a guild full of adventurers, so <laughs> yeah. Well, that seems like the right move. Shaba, how did they get past the guild's defenses? We might be alone on this one. I don't know, Tokus, but isn't it worth a try to yell out into the hallway? Yeah, like, is that not like the obvious thing to do at this point? All right, so I'll move into the hallway, but I still want to be able to see the ogre. Okay. And this guy isn't going to be in the way of my shot, right? If I do that? You can move part of your movement, shoot, shoot, and then move and then, the rest of it. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Honestly, we've made a lot of noise. Shaba, you made tons of noise with your lightning shot. Thane said that that made noise. Mm-hmm. So I don't think me walking into the hallway saying, help, help, is... I, I, it doesn't cost us anything. It does, because I think I need to move 25... You are in the training hall, which... Yeah, I was just going to say. Lots of noise comes from the training hall all the time. Yeah, people are used to hearing spells cast from the training hall. Yeah. yeah. It, d- it does not cost you anything, because you can still attack, you can still move away, and all you have to do is step out. I, I wanted to move, shoot, move, heal Aslo was actually my plan. Yeah, like I said, isn't getting help 
like way more important. Like we could just sit here and try to fight this ourselves, but we are in a guild full of adventurers, <laughs> full of adventurers. We think. You think this guy came through on his think. own and killed every high level adventurer here? <laughs> Doubt it. Doubtful. He snuck in somehow. We need to call for help. Also, Shaba can heal me. Right. That's true, but that's a turn. He's not using the arrow, the bow. All right, so I'll step around this guy and maybe incur a reaction. Uh, that's a miss. Okay. Uh, I will shoot the ogre with my Violapult 5000. That's probably a hit. I rolled a 9 on the d20 plus my yes. spell modifier. Okay. I'll roll some d20s. I mean, d10s. I'll roll some d10s. <laughs> Nice. I rolled really high. I rolled a nine and an eight. Awesome. That's seventeen fire. Sweet. Ooh. Wow. Good, solid damage there. <laughs> it is good. So the creature is startled by the fire and starts flailing around, spending most of its attention trying to put it out. Nice. Right. Should I just action surge and just try to down him and then move and shout for help? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Not a bad idea. Action surge. Thing, can you kind of maximize my move here? So, like, I'm gonna shoot and move. Like, in other words, I haven't done my full move for this turn yet. Like, I kind of want to move in such a way that I'm not impeded by the guy. Shoot again, and then after surge, shoot again, right. and move to try to find help. So, move, shoot, shoot, move is what you're trying to do. Yeah. I just don't want to waste a lot of movement by hanging around in the training hall if I don't need to. Yeah, I think the farthest you can make if you want to get away and have clear shots is probably 5 to 10 feet outside the door. Okay, so I could just action surge, shoot again, and then move. And then go get help. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or try to. That's my plan. Might as well. So I'm going to try to shoot this guy again. Worked well the first time. Um, should I use my... my um, Oh, I have a bardic. Never mind. I have You've a bardic. Right? Yes. Yes, you do. Yes. Okay. Um, eight plus my spell modifier. Actually, that should still be good enough. Yeah. 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 All right. Damages. Here we go. <laughs> Come on, big money. Ah, uh, nine damage. I'm not bad. That's pretty bad for two d ten. I mean, it's about average. It's slightly below average. Mm-hmm. It's definitely taken significant damage at this point. It's still not about to collapse, but oh, no. now it's trying to put out the flames, and at the same time, you can hear screams of pure rage coming from it now, stronger oh. and louder than before. Mm. Stoking the fire of its anger. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like a figurative, like the fire is a symbol for its anger. <laughs> so you run out into the hall and start shouting for help? Yeah. We need help! Help! There's... We think it's the cult! <laughs> They're in the training hall! Alarm! Alarm! Somebody! Sound the alarm! It'd probably be a little while before you hear lots of response to that since it's so late at night, but you're pretty sure that people would have heard that. Hmm. Oh, awesome. Okay. Why were we training so late at night, guys? <laughs> because we thought we were safe, Tokus. What's wrong with us? Yeah. Because we thought we were safe. As I said, you were just about to pack up. The last group just finished up a few minutes before you, so yeah, it's not that unusual here. Um, Shamba's turn. Can I see the dark figure from where I am? Yes. All right. I'm going to fire up another charge of the lightning. Yes. Bird. And this time I'm going to use my session inspiration. Mm. So you're not letting this lightning hit the ogre. You're going to move so that it's not going to hit the ogre? Oh, actually, you said it, he was kind of in line. <laughs> I'll move so that the uh, 
the ogres in the way. Yeah. And hit both. Yeah. Wait, no, no, you don't want to hit both. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that's right. No, 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 I don't because the lightning heals him. Remember? The lightning heals him. That would be bad. <laughs> I do not want to do that. All right, so I'm just going to hit the, the main, the... Dane was so excited yeah, for about like, seconds. Oh, I was like, wait, yes. you guys forgot. <laughs> this is what I was hoping for. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> They've totally forgotten. All right, that is a 26 to hit. So hopefully this guy doesn't heal from this. I take two <laughs> lightning damage. Fair trade. Wait, do you have to do a concentration check for your hunter's mark? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. But your constitution, isn't it pretty decent? Uh, yes. So that's a... F- uh, I rolled a 12 on the die, so it's a 14 total. Sweet. Nice. All right. So pile up these geeses. Come on. Oh, my goodness. This is insane damage. 33 points of damage. <laughs> what is, what's the split? That is, that is 20 lightning damage plus 13 piercing. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Rolled a lot of fives and sixes there. That's a lot of damage. So, see this other black cloaked figure is electrocuted and sizzling, staggers back a little bit, and is breathing heavily, trying to hold himself together, but he is still standing. Mm. Give us back that crown, you thief! I'm no thief. Your friend just gave it to me. (laughs) (laughs) This is a gift. (laughs) It is a gift. And I'm trying to decide, since Stripey would get to attack, obviously he isn't really doing any damage, so I'll just sit tight. Although I guess I'm down and Stripey is the only one next to the thing, so I don't know if he just wants to sit there and get hit, but... Well, uh, during his turn, he can uh, disengage. Mm, okay. Well, Stripes, last you did with Stripes, he's taking the defense action, right? Or the dodge? Yeah, he's he's still dodged. He's still doged. Yep, he's doge coined. <laughs> He's a a non-fungible token. (laughs) He's on the blockchain, (laughs) y'all. Tokus, as this man in front of you, gets hit by the lightning and then turns and tries to make his way out the door. Oh, no. As he does so, he lays his hand on your shoulder and you feel yourself get shocked for... Uh, Sorry to interrupt. Do you have the shield spell? Shield doesn't help me here, I think, right? Ah. Or would it? Is this based on armor class? Is he doing uh, shocking grasp or... It's an attack roll, so you can use shield if you want. Well, the shield might be ineffective, and then I might be better off with absorb elements. No, absorb elements is only a d6. Yeah, I'll use my shield. I'll shield to try to stop him from hitting. Nice. Additional 5 AC, bumping Tokus to 26 AC. (laughs) I can't hit a 26. Phew. Was he going for shocking grasp? Is that what he was trying to do? Because I am made of metal. Probably. You never know. It's total party synergy that he could heal his big galoot with shocking grasp. <laughs> ah, with lightning damage, yeah. yeah. Don't you wish you hadn't used shield now? Because now you'll never know. Uh, I'm glad that I didn't take a ton of damage instead. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure it deals like extra damage if you're a metal encased target or something. Well, the spell still goes off even if it doesn't hit, right? If it's an attack roll. Uh, Well, if it's a touch attack, then it wouldn't have any real effect on a miss. Yeah, I deflected him. Get off me. Mm -hmm. True. Don't touch me. Yeah, you deflect his attack and then you hear him mumble some other spell, it sounds like, under his breath as he walks by you and tries to just keep on walking down the hall. He can double cast? Shocking Grasp is... Oh, Shocking Grass is a cantrip. Shocking Grass is uh, a cantrip? Holy yeah, shit! when did that happen? Uh, doesn't Tokus <laughs> get a reaction 
to attack him as he moves past? You can try, but first make another wisdom save. Or is shield a reaction? Oh, that's right. Shield is a reaction. Uh, So you already used it. Yeah, shocking grasp is a cantrip. Wow. Jay. You used a reaction, so you can't attack him on his way past you. Um, So he starts running down the hall. Actually, this this is one I considered for my cantrip. Shocking grasp, because it's melee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Alright, so what's happening? What? He's just getting past you because you <laughs> used your reaction to uh, shield. I did. Well, he's if he's not going to teleport, then he's got a, potentially a lot of people to get through. Mm, he's mumbling a spell. Well, we'll see what he does. I mean, you, you can uh, long stride yourself, right? I can try to catch him, yeah. Okay, so Stripey said he... He goes after that guy, so he's Stripey's doing nothing. Yeah, okay, so Stripey's turn. He'll disengage from the dude, and he will run towards the door. Sick him, Stripes. I'm sorry that you're down, Brian. I know that's not that much fun. Hasn't actually come around back around to my turn yet, so I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, it's your turn right now, but you missed that. I choose to stabilize. <laughs> so this creature is fully enraged now, and the only other viable target just ran away, so he is going to continue pounding Aslo into the ground. Oh no. Wow. Wow. Even though I'm down? Even though you're down. Rather than chase after Stripey? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Well, it's that time again. Time for another royal decree. This one comes to us from Christian Lee. It's dedicated to Damon Hayes. Christian says... Happy birthday to the best person in my life. I hope you have the best day. Thank you for being incredible and everything I could have ever wanted and more. I'm so excited for the rest of our lives. Well, that is just really special. I am excited for the rest of your lives as well. And all of us here at the DGP are excited in a similar fashion. So thanks, Christian. Thanks, Damon. Damon, have a great birthday. I know it was the ninth, and we're a couple of days late, but I hope it was awesome. And I hope it was everything you could have ever dreamed of, just like you are for Christian, apparently. So thanks, guys. That's a real heartwarming one. Thanks for listening to the show. And thanks for being awesome to each other. Does that instantly kill Aslo, what you just rolled? No, it's automatic death save failures. Right. But you're hitting him twice, because this guy is double, like, multi-attack or something, right? Did you roll a crit? No. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. What use is the crown if Aslo's dead? <laughs> what use is Aslo if Aslo's dead? So, yes, it is a critical, actually. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage, and any attack that hits is a critical hit, Mm. if you're within five feet. But one of my attacks was a natural one. Okay. So, somehow he still managed to miss with one of his attacks. (laughs) He's, He's too enraged. And actually, the other one was a two. So, because it's just the advantage in various extenuating circumstances, at the moment, he's just pounding the ground around Aslo ineffectively. Wow. As if he's trying to smash you, but those were really... So you rolled a one and a two on the dice? I did. Those were really bad rolls, and because of the unconsciousness, (laughs) it's not an automatic hit, it's just advantage. Oh, wow. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Aren't you rolling four dice, because these are two attacks with advantage? 
twice? No, his other things have given him disadvantage, so I'm not going to specify exactly what. Mm. Oh, he's on fire. Oh, so him being enraged maybe has given him something. So it's canceled out, and he missed twice. So you just got very lucky right there. (laughs) That was... I saw Aslo's life flash before my eyes. Man. Yeah, I thought we were losing you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, really. I thought he was going to at least get a couple of automatic death failures, but luck was with you. Good old halfling luck. It's Tokus's turn now. You do hear some movement and voices shouting in the rest of the building, so it sounds like you've definitely alerted some people, but you don't nice. see anyone in the immediate vicinity. And just keep shouting until you see people. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's a free action, so I'll move after the guy and continue to... He's right here! Help! Help! The cult! They're here! They've invaded the Sapphire Saber! The only way it makes sense to move after him is if you long stride, because otherwise he'll uh, outrun you. Well, yeah, how far away is he? He's only about 20 feet away right now. Okay. Oh, so you could move up into melee with him this turn, then. I think I want to move into melee and actually... Uh, just wallop him. Okay, well, he's human. He's humanoid, human-sized. We, he's humanoid. We, I could risk the hex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I doubt he has the same qualities or properties as his golem. I want to hex him for a certain stat because I think, isn't it an ability check when it comes to grappling? Yeah, it's their choice of athletics or acrobatics or strength or dex. Strength or dex. It's probably more dex than strength. If we can just be meta here for a second. Um, he has a rapier. He's probably a dex character. Probably. Um, he strikes me as a wizard rogue because he casts powerful spells, mm-hmm. but he also uses a rapier. He's also So sneak. he likely has fairly low hit points, and he's already taken 30-plus damage. So I think you need to just try and bring him down. Well, I was, I was going to hex and attack him, and if that didn't kill him and he didn't look low... I was going to try to go for... I can I can use grapple as my attacks during extra attack. I could do shoves. I could do grapples. Mm. So it was kind of like a... I'll poke him and see if he <laughs> dies or is close to death. And if not, I want to grab try him. Try to grab him. Yeah, that works. Do you disagree, Jay? I disagree because this is not the type of person we want to question. We just want him dead. Like, I don't care where he's from. I don't care who he is. I want him dead. <laughs> And don't you? <laughs> so the risk we're taking with this turn is me hexing him or not? Because if this hex like heals him, I no, I don't think he. I seriously doubt it's it. Probably at worst, it's probably just ineffective. It probably won't heal him. Right, I doubt the hex is going to affect him in the same way. So as a bonus action, before I move into melee with him, I'm going to hex him for dex him. Yep. Make a wisdom save. Uh, oh, nope. to cast hex. Um, do you have your session inspiration? He already has advantage on wisdom saves because he's a gnome. Well, it depends. What type of wisdom save? Is it magical? Is it... It is against spell. Okay, so that probably means I have advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, rock gnomes are just the best race. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's what we figured out. Oh, I rolled a 17. You feel, for a moment, it felt like you didn't want to attack him, but then you shook that off and you cast your hex. Mm. I do want to attack him. I want to, I want to hurt him very badly. Yeah, all the more reason not to grapple him because he can just mind control you to let him go. Very true. Right. Like very like Jedi mind trick. Right. Yeah. You just want him Dunzo. Okay. I will attack. Dunzo like a natty twonzo, bro. That's right. I didn't need to use my Bardic yet, right? I'm trying to remember. Your second one. I don't think I've used it. Did I? No, you didn't use it. I don't think I needed to. 
I was considering using it on the second fire vial, but I didn't need to. Here we go. Alright, that's a pretty bad roll. I rolled a 5, that would be only a 12. I think I should probably bardic a 12. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to bardic this 12. Oh, I rolled max again. Alright, so... Sick. Unnatural 20. That's a hit. Awesome. Nice. Okay. Uh, let's roll some deces. Alright, that was a really bad roll. Uh, so three necrotic and six piercing. I rolled really low on my dice, guys. I rolled a two and a three. That's all right. So he's still standing, but you you stab him in the back as he's trying to run, and he's barely staying up. Time for inspiration, right? If I ever needed a crit, this is when Tokus needed a crit. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. You need it now. Here we go. Oh, oh man. So... Come on. Don't tell me. You You at least hit, right? I don't know if I do, so I, I rolled a 4 and an 8, and the 8 on this d20 is right next to the 20, and I thought I got a 20, Man. and I didn't. <laughs> this 20 is staring me in the face, but it is not the most upright face yeah. of the die. Shuckles McGuckles, as they say. So, I get a 15 to hit with an 8. 15 does not hit. Mm, yep, oh. you're right, he's a dex guy. No! Dang it. Tokus, why? Why? Alright, well... I did what I could. I'm shouting. I'm asking for help. Yeah. Maybe I should have just grabbed him. No, you should like, not It might be harder now. for him to... No. He still is going to have to disengage from you in order to move away. Or just move away and take an attack. That's true, and I shouldn't use my reaction to protect me. I have plenty of hit points. Yep. Well, Shava's turn. All right. So first I'm going to sh- try to shoot the guy. You still have your hunter's mark on this guy, right? Yes. Somehow? Yep. Uh, okay, that'll hit. That's a 23. And it deals uh, 11 damage to him. Okay, still up. Then, Mm. can I get across the pit with a move? You're just on the other side, so you would be, like, just below the lip of the pit with one single move on the opposite side. Okay. Then I'll shout, hey, you big dumb dummy, pick on someone your own size. And uh, I'll (laughs) um, try and move as close to him as I can. I'll, uh... oh yeah, can I light a torch as an item interaction? No, you can't. You have to pull it out first. You could pull one out, but lighting it is an action. Lighting is an action, okay. You're not wearing your cave helmet. I'm not wearing my lantern helmet at the moment. Yeah. Okay, so I'll pull out a torch as I move across the pit. Okay. So I should be standing now, like, right against the wall that's nearest to him, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And you're trying to get its attention. The escaping man with the crown dodges and weaves and escapes your attack of opportunity. Mm. He takes the disengage. And proceeds to run as fast as he can manage down the hall. That's good, though. It slowed him down and gives more time for the other people to get there. So how far away from me is he? He would be 30 feet if he's got normal movement. Or if he's like an Eladrin or something, he's 35 feet. Well, he disengaged and then... Oh, yeah, you can't disengage into dash. Right. Unless you're like a rogue or something. Right. He's moving significantly faster than you do as a gnome. Mm. Hmm. You hear him cast yet another spell. And he starts running faster down the hallway. What, is he like long strider as a bonus action? I thought that was a, a whole action. It is. But he already disengaged as an action, right? 
I don't have to explain my action usage to you. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. We're, we're trying to figure it out. So, so he is a rogue, right? We decided that he's a wizard rogue. So he has rogue levels, which means that he disengaged as a bonus action. He took a full move, and mm, then he's casting yeah. a spell as his action. There you go. Yeah, there are ways around, exactly. So he's doing some sort of shenanigans where one, <laughs> either the spell or the disengage was a bonus. Yeah. Right. He makes it a good 40 feet down the hall away from you. Mm. And, yeah, that ends my turn. Stripey? Good old Stripey. Uh, Stripey, now seeing that Azo is being relentlessly pounded, he'll run back toward the the dude, and he'll fight defensively. He'll start clawing at him and snapping at his ankles and <laughs> trying to get his attention that way. So instead of taking the dodge, you're going to have Stripey attack him? Hmm. I wonder. I think it's probably worth it for me for Stripey to just at- actually attack him, even if it does... No- well, does he feel it, though? If he's, like, if he's actually a golem... Is he going to feel an attack? Either way, it like, draws his attention to it. I feel like attacking would, yeah, draw more attention than... Laying on the ground, lifeless. Right. He'll run back and just attack the guy. Um, okay. That'll hit, and Stripey will deal 11 claw damage. <laughs> Alright. Doesn't really do much, but it does seem to draw his attention. Good. Yay. Fortunately. <laughs> so, Aslo, you miss your next turn. Continue to stabilize. You're already stable. I know. I keep doing it. Because that's all I can do. Because I miraculously missed you twice. <laughs> the creature turns and attacks Stripey. Critical hit. Oof. Yummy. It's okay. Stripey has more hit points than me. He'll be fine. <laughs> mm, he already took a hit earlier. Yeah, he took a big mm-hmm. hit earlier, but it's okay. Stripey eats critical hits for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> what if that was a cereal? Critical <laughs> hit? Critical hit. <laughs> critical it's just got hits. a bunch of D20s in it. <laughs> <laughs> They're all 20s. Yeah. <laughs> so Stripey is hit for 28 points of damage. That'll do it. That's exactly how many hit points he had left. Oh, so he is now no. dead. Oh, Stripey. <laughs> oh. My meat shield. Right? Dang it. Well, he kept you from getting blasted for a turn, so. That's true. Yeah, it took you from getting that critical hit on you. Yeah, that would have been deadly, too. I think critical hits are like they're all triangles. They're triangle shaped, 20s written on them, and there's just a box of that. Coated in sugar. I think it's just a bunch of D20s, but every side is a 20. <laughs> but, like, for them to design it as a cereal, it's probably got to be easier and simpler. Can you imagine a dodecahedron made out of <laughs> corn and rice? Like, how would you even get that kind of a shape out of it? I have no idea. Corn, rice, and sugar. <laughs> what if it was just twos and O's? <laughs> there you go, like spaghetti-o cereal, but just twos and Twos and O's. <laughs> Critical hits The breakfast cereal of true adventurers (laughs) Not the breakfast of champions No no. No. The breakfast of champions of the multiverse (laughs) There you go Alright well Tokus it's your turn Your target is just a little bit away From the corner that they could potentially Turn and be out of sight Okay I'm gonna run after him Is it time to long stride now? Or? Well, that's an action. It's not a bonus. Hmm. And I could I could attack him. Um, actually, couldn't I lightning lure this guy if I move 25 feet? Heck yeah, you could. Yeah. Or should I just shoot him? What's the range on that? Lightning lure is 15 foot range. Yeah, so if you move 25 feet, he'd be 15 feet away. So here's the thing. I could shoot the Vilapult and miss. The lightning lure I feel more comfortable with because it's a 15 strength check. He could fail. Mm, I feel like it's more likely he fails the strength check than I succeed on the hit with the Vilapult slightly. Mm, Yeah. Plus, it slows him down even more. 
Well, no, it doesn't. If he's unaffected, like if he succeeds on the strength check, he doesn't move at all. Right, but we're saying if he fails, not only are you dealing damage to him, but you're pulling him toward him, which slows him down in running away. Right. And he's a dex int, so his strength is probably decently low. Yeah. So it did get stronger. <laughs> it's 2d8. So instead of dealing 2d10, I could deal 2d8, but also pull him. This, this seems like all upside. Mm-hmm. I like it. So I'm going to chase after him and then get out my whip and whoosh. It's D plus. So, DC 15 strength save. I think the twist is actually that he's been a barbarian the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) He wasn't actually casting any of these spells. Right. It just says that the target must succeed on a strength saving throw. Does that scale with Tokus's spell modifier or... Yes. How does that work then? Yeah, it's going to be a strength save versus your DC, your save DC. Mm -hmm. Which is 15. That sounds right. I mean, my spellcasting ability has grown. My intelligence is 18 now. Yes. Which is a plus four. Is that how you're getting the 15? Yeah. Your DC is eight plus proficiency plus ability. Oh, eight Uh plus seven is 15. I get it now. That it is. (laughs) Last we checked. And we just taught our whole community how to calculate that. (laughs) That's right. There you go. It was not wasted time. I think we could leave that out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're going to cut that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fortunately for you, I rolled a 14. Wow. Yes, 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 yes. Got him. Best Boom. roll of the night. <laughs> Whipped. Does this also <laughs> deal hex damage? I just need to know should I, if I should grab a d6 or not. Yeah, man, do some damage. It is an attack. Uh, it doesn't have an attack roll, though. Oh, yeah, that's true. Maybe. Yeah, it's it's not an attack roll, so. I just realized you need to make another wisdom save before you can hit him with that. Okay. But do uh, I have advantage? Yeah. With advantage, yeah. You got okay. advantage. Come on, guys. Come on, Sokus. I thought that was a one-time thing, but it doesn't look like it is, actually. Okay. Hmm. So far, I have an 11 and an 8. Ugh. <sighs> crying out loud. I rolled an 11 and then I rolled an 8. Well, so an 11 is not enough. So you're about to whip him and your lightning's charging uh, up, but then you just feel like you shouldn't attack him. No. You attack something oh, else, but there's another one else around. Uh, <sighs> some kind of suggestion thing or whatever <laughs> the mind control he's got over you. Alright, well, I've, I've moved 25 feet, but he's another 15 feet ahead of me. Man. Yep. I mean, but like, I'm the best guy to fight this guy, considering I get the advantage. Although my wisdom sucks. You are. I mean, yeah, the advantage is something. All you need is one high d20 roll. On my thingy, I have a. I feel like I shouldn't have a plus one on my wisdom in the saving throw section of my character sheet because I don't have a plus to my wis. It's. It doesn't follow that. So should I have had a plus one? You have plus one to your saves from the bracer. Is that what? Mems, you have a plus one to your saves from the bracer. No, 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 I have a plus one to armor class. I thought you had plus, you had bonuses to saves from the Bracer. No. Uh, the Bracer, while wearing this armband, you gain a plus one bonus to AC and saving throws. Oh, and saving throws. Yes. Heck yeah, dude. Ooh, I need yeah. to put that into my stuff. Hex yeah. <laughs> that makes a difference, because the 12 passes. Whoa! Oh, <laughs> hey, all right. Wow. Nice. So it's gone back wow. and forth a few times, but yes, your whip does grab him. <laughs> you got us on this roller coaster ride thing. We can't handle it. <laughs> Feeling the pull, the resistance. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will whip him. <laughs> <laughs> I like him, but I don't like him, but I like him. Why do I like him? 
Okay, my saving throw section is updated. I have with proficiency and the bracer and my strength plus eight. Dexterity is a plus two thanks to the bracer. Uh, plus six on constitution because that's my other proficient saving throw. It's strengthened. Con. Constitution. Strengthened con. Uh, my intelligence is a plus five because I have a plus four plus the one from bracer. My wisdom is a plus one, and then my charisma is a negative one, because it's normally negative two. Mm. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Does explain a lot. We're learning. Hey, we're learning. <laughs> we're learning how to play this game. <sighs> okay. So whipping damage. Uh, yes. I, I'm going to roll my damage. And this doesn't incur the hex, right? Oh, yeah. We didn't figure that out yet. It, I don't think it does. Does he add the hex damage? No, it's not an attack roll. I don't think I do, because hex says attack roll. Uh, right. It's not an attack roll. Hex says you deal an extra 1d6 necrotic damage to the target whenever you hit it with an attack. Yes. It doesn't say attack roll. Does that change it? I don't think that hex triggers on things like checks, like frost fingers. It's a saving throw. Okay. So it doesn't qualify. Yeah. It's just, okay. it's the wording on the spells, like any spell that requires a saving throw tends to not say attack unless it's something like shocking grasp or whatever that's like or no shocking grasp is just an attack it's an attack roll anyway i'm gonna roll my 2d8 of lightning yeah dog do that all right i rolled exactly average i guess i rolled eight lightning damage slightly below average but you know slightly below who's counting average but he i'm also i also pull him to 10 feet yes so you pull him you rush down the hall Fight with yourself for a few seconds on whether to actually whip it or not. Do I? Then unleash your <laughs> lightning whip and pull him back towards you, and he falls on his back at your feet. Nice. Wow. Like unconscious? Like dead on his back or just prone? He is out. He is dead. Oh, yes. my goodness. Victory! <laughs> oh, my gosh. Good uh, at least if he wasn't unconscious, pulling him to me was also better than the fire vials because he'd have to disengage again. Mm, true. Although it didn't seem to matter last time. He just, like, did it as a bonus action. <laughs> but yes, this was awesome. We did it. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. Whipped him real good. I whipped it good. Shaba. I will climb up onto the near side of the pit. I will, as an action, light the torch in my hand. I will advance 20 feet so that I'm standing right in front of this golem looking up at him, which I'm not at all used to, and opposite Stripey, who's flanking with me now, and I will say... Stripey's down. Oh, yeah, that's right. Stripey just went down. Okay, never mind. But I'm still standing over Aslo, protecting his lifeless body and stripey as well and i'll say i'm gonna channel aslo here and i'll say hit me with your best shot fire away and then i'll say no seriously though like go easy on me (laughs) this is my first time in the fire damage club (laughs) yeah it's my first time in the gladiatorial arena uh and that will end my turn (laughs) <laughs> but you don't attack him? You can't. I can't. I spent my action to light the oh, torch. Oh, it's an action to light the torch. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. I will definitely brandish the torch menacingly. Don't get me what wrong. What about just shooting him with your bow? I mean, I like... I what like about the... having a fire damage club that protects the two people that I love most in the world who are now laying on the ground? I like your turn, but also you could have maybe downed <laughs> him. But I like, I like what you did. <laughs> All right, so you, you're wielding the fire protectively over your fallen companions. That's right. Um, Strike B needs to make a death save. Okay. Good thing Tokus missed that low-key burn there. Mm. <laughs> low-key burn. Uh, yeah, Strike B succeeds on one death save. Okay. Sometimes I'm oblivious and it's to my advantage. 
<laughs> Not particularly good rolls, so let's see your AC. Yes. He tries to attack you twice, but misses both times. Wow. I'm very surprised. Is he, like, super disadvantaged from his fury or something? From the fire, probably. From being on fire. Is he on fire? No two golems are not on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an episode title? <laughs> a little strong bad reference for you there. <laughs> yeah, it's strong bad from Homestar Runner. So you're not familiar with that one? <laughs> oh, dude, Homestar Runner was classic. Well, I know Homestar Runner, but I, I just don't remember that. Oh, no two people are not on fire. <laughs> well, it's Tokus's turn. <sighs> you can still hear the roaring happening in the training hall behind you. And actually, you can hear and see a couple of people rounding the bend ahead of you and rushing towards you to help. Finally, you guys are here. Thank goodness. <laughs> it's been like 12 seconds. <laughs> so, can one of you watch this guy? Can you detain this guy? This is this is the, the villain. And I'm going to reach down and grab the crown. Yes, and make sure to flash your uh, badge so that they know. That oh, yeah, yeah, I'll flash my badge so they know. Okay. I, I want to try to grab the crown. Oh, no, it's not there, is it? I knew it! Thane didn't explain one of the spells he cast. I knew it. It's not going to be there. No, he has the crown. And it's still in his hand. Oh, thank goodness. Okay. <laughs> oh, phew. Oh. <laughs> I thought he, like, teleported the crown. As you walk back toward the training area, make sure you berate them and say, How did he get past security? I want us to up the guard. Full report. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk to your manager. All right, so I'll grab the crown, and I'm going to use my item interaction to... Can I grab it and put it in the interdimension, or is it just I can grab it? You can put it away. Okay, so I grab it, put it in interdimensional space, say the magic keyword, Bernie rules, and then uh, <laughs> I will start running. I mean, I guess I could, before I start running, I could long strider myself. It seems worth it, right? Is it far enough that it will make a discernible difference in terms of how quickly you get here? Or I should just dash. Just book, book. Like, okay, da dash would be 50 feet of movement. If I long strider... I gain an extra 10 feet. You should definitely burst through the doors and go, Hey, pick on someone your own size. <laughs> Just for the irony of it. If I long strider now, it'll be easier for me to move... About the cabin And get into range for the Yes, to move freely about the cabin <laughs> Maybe maybe I should just dash And then hope that a single move more Will get me in range to fire vial If you dash from here You'd be barely outside the door If I dash? Yes What if I just normal move? I mean, I have a range of 120 feet And the guy is standing in the middle of the room Could I, like, snipe it? You rounded a bend when you left the doorway so you can't actually see inside. Yeah, so if you dash and you're just outside the door, then that means you would be approximately 50 feet from where he is. So another full move would get you there. So you'd be there in two rounds but not able to attack until the third round. So does does long stride change the math on that? Probably not. I don't think it does. I think I should just dash yeah. and then move again, get around the bend, shoot him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. All right, so I will dash with the crown. Safely tucked away in interdimensional space. Here we go. <laughs> I'm coming, guys. And I have no idea that they're all down and dying. <laughs> Shabba. What is my attack bonus when using an improvised weapon? Improvised melee weapon. It's just, you don't even have a strength bonus, so it's just going to be a straight d20. All right. Sweet. He also doesn't have proficiency. <laughs> Let's do this, yes. Being that it is improvised, I am not proficient with it. Therefore, we're going to go, uh, yeah. 
And it's and this club, this fire damage club, is not a finesse weapon, I assume, or a light <laughs> weapon. No. All right. It's the opposite of a finesse weapon. <laughs> that is a ten. I hit, guys. I hit. What? Wow. And nice. what are we talking here as far as fire damage? talking a d4 or a d6 something like that well you got the club damage you got the fire damage you know he's also marked you'll you'll hit him because he's marked oh that's true he is marked mm. dude so look at the bonus damage for the for the hunter's mark so you'll deal the fire damage but i mean it's immune to the rest of the damage because it's not magical right it's not a magical torch oh that's right because it's not a mat yeah so what does a torch deal d4 is that what we're saying? A club deals D4. Mm, let's look into it. And it's a fire damage club. I mean, in our early episode, I think I ruled it was a D6 of fire damage or something. And the rules officially are, I believe it deals one point of fire damage. Wow. Wow. A torch burns for one hour, providing bright light and 20-foot radius. And if you make an, a melee attack with a burning torch and hit, it deals one fire damage? Oh my. So if I were just hitting him normally, it would be D6 for my Hunter's Mark, D4 for the torch, plus the one damage. But now it's just the one. Well, he said he ruled that it was a D6 early into the adventure. I believe that's what it was. So, eh. And since you were acting on that assumption, I'm just gonna give you the D6 of fire damage. Alright, that's reasonable. I mean, it's <laughs> looking like it'll probably be like a three. It's a one, so it's one either way. <laughs> All right. So time to switch back to the bow and deal more than one damage a turn. But I figured he was—he seems like he was protect. weak to fire. Yeah, and, and I'm also trying to protect you guys because he's just continuing to pound on you while you're down. Yeah, he's trying to buy time until the real firecaster gets back. Right. Yeah. Exactly. All right, and that will conclude my turn. Okay. Well, Stripey makes another save. This time he also succeeds with a 19. Yes, the fire does seem to be throwing him off. He's swinging wildly at you, but you're able to dodge his attacks pretty easily. Mm. It must mm. be like he has disadvantage while he's on fire or something. Took <laughs> okay. us. All right, I'm going to move and try to get around that corner. Okay, yeah, you can do it. You make it around the corner. All right, and what do I see? You see Shava right next to this monster and the other two unconscious on the ground. I leave for like two minutes <laughs> and you guys are falling apart. <laughs> and I lock and load and get ready to pop this guy full of fire. We're doing the best we can, Tokus. What happened to the other guy? Did he get away? No, I, I got him. Nice. They're going to detain him. And yeah, I got the crown. Yeah. Sick, bro. High five in the air. Yeah, air five. <laughs> All right. All right, here we go. No, the natural one. <laughs> what? No. no. Come the on. Natural one. No. This guy is gonna burn to death faster than we can actually deal damage to him. For crying out loud. I know, right? <laughs> the natural one. Gross. I'm done. That's my turn. Okay, Shaba. <laughs> the worst part is with your attack bonus, you would hit with a two. <laughs> oh, really? With. Oh man! Wow! Oh me? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> oh, his AC is man. a ten. So Shava? Oh boy! Oh, my turning it? Yeah, it's a lot faster when there aren't so many combatants anymore. <laughs> that is true. Um, I don't know if it's good to heal Aslo right now. Should I? Should I get Aslo on his feet? You should probably get Aslo on his feet. Yeah. Doesn't Aslo go after you before the monster? Yeah. Is that the turn order? Yeah. I'm gonna cast Cure Wounds on Aslo. And you will receive uh, four HPs. 
Ooh, all right. <laughs> Straight from Kavaki's lips. Right. That's right. The breath of Kavaki. I'll just go <laughs> on you. Uh, and then I will brandish my torch menacingly once again. Ha-ha! I think the stench wakes me up more than the actual hit points. <laughs> I'm starting to think of the parallels between Kavaki and, like, uh, Aslan from Chronicles of Narnia. Like, he, like, mm. breathes on things. Yes, definitely. From the exactly. old BBC version of Chronicles of Narnia where his breath, like, literally changes the way that things are colored. <laughs> Except for Kavaki's breath smells like sardines. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like goat cheese. Like curds. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows that goats eat goat cheese. <laughs> totally, <their> primary, <laughs> primary uh, food source. I mean, at least when they're little. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> what if it smells like freshly cut grass? There you go. Goats eat grass. That's true. Yeah, it smells like freshly cut grass, which is not bad. <laughs> Stripey makes another death save, and then Aslo's turn. Okay, uh, he passes again. Stripey is stable. Mm, nice. He is stable. Awesome. Oh, stable. Okay. Is that something we can see? Like, we can tell that he's doing all right? Not realistically, no. You'd have to examine him. Okay. You see, like, two little rutabagas dancing above his head? (laughs) Ah, he must be stable. He's dreaming of rutabagas. (laughs) Maybe the the trickling of blood slows. Yeah. Yeah, if I'm not sure, then uh, Asa will wake up (gasps) and then look over and see Stripey potentially bleeding out, and he'll reach out a hand and touch him and cast Cure Wounds. Ooh. Okay. It's like a chain heel. Yeah. Let's do it second level. Just cuz. Sean, you know what's really cool about Pathfinder that I wish 5th edition had is a healing pulse. Every cleric in Pathfinder can pulse. So they like have a distance heal that goes out 30 feet from them and they can healing pulse their party, which is like, man, that's so nice. Is it one of the most powerful heals in the game? I mean, it's it's like how you keep your party on their feet. A battle. Hmm. Uh, he'll stripe you for 14. Wow. That is a souped up heal. Shaba, you are hit twice. No. For 12 and 14. Alright, so 26. Alright, not doing too super great anymore, guys. But at least everyone's up. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and we have the crown. That's huge. We have a lot to be thankful for, guys. Tokus, your That's turn. True. Uh, I think I should just light this guy up. Mm-hmm. I would have to agree, good sir. Here we go. Let's not roll a one. <laughs> Don't roll a one. <laughs> it's not a one. Yeah. I rolled a nine. Battle cry. Ah. That hits. Yeah. And here we go. I brandish my fire damage club like one of the sand people from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I just realized? Have I not been adding my modifier to this damage? Because I should be. You don't add modifier to it? I don't add my modifier because I shouldn't be. Correct. Just the dice. <laughs> Alright, so I deal 11 fire. Not bad. Not too Shabatsky, as not at all. a friend of mine likes to say. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> is that implying that Shaba is bad if it's not too Shabatsky? Mm. I was thinking that Brian likes to say that, actually. I was thinking Shababsky. Shababsky. So your fire vial strikes it and lights it on fire once again, and it collapses in the smoldering heap, letting out one last roar. Ooh. Oh, all right, I take that guy's mask off. What are you? Finalmente. What are you, you crazy weirdo? 
You pull off its mask and pull back its hood, and its face is like stitched together from various pieces uh, of yep. flesh. Ooh. Ye old oh, flesh golem. Flesh golem. <laughs> Gross. Yes, indeedy. Now let's go get that other weird guy and see if he's got any goods on him. Are you looking up pictures of flesh golems right now, Shabrams? Because your face looks like it. <laughs> you look disgusted. No, I was just imagining. I was thinking of, like, Warcraft 3 or, or World of Warcraft, like the abominations. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's where my mind went. Yep. Exactly. Basically like Frankenstein with blubber and a lot more stitches. Anyway, let's go into the hallway and drag that other guy in here. Do we loot the body? Is there anything worth looting? Here. Yeah, I figured we'd bring them in both together and loot them simultaneously. We may want to loot this one because we've alerted the guards and the guards are here. And you know how the guards with the Sapphire Saber are. First pickings. Yeah, I also figured this guy was still on fire, but let me know differently if that's not the case. Is he still on fire? It doesn't last on fire. It just okay. burns itself out quickly. All right, we'll just loot this dude real quick and then go and get the other guy. You search the bodies and the golem doesn't have anything other than what it's wearing. Right. The other one... Well, of course, the first thing we do with him is pull off his mask as well. Uh, it's a human. Human, wow. You don't recognize him or anything. You start searching through his belongings, and you see he's got you know, some spell component pouch and his rapier. He also has a light crossbow. Does he have a lockpicking kit? There's not. Looks like any personal effects that he might have are not on him. He's not carrying any money. Mm. He just came in with weapons. You do actually find two vials. One is empty, and the other one has some sort of liquid in it. Oh, Tokus. Ooh, uh, I could check that out the Alchemist Guild. Grab that, sucker. Put that on your character sheet and smoke it. You can identify things just by holding them, right? Potions. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. I can do that because of my abilities. I will check his driver's license to see what class levels he had in life. <laughs> so you recognize it as a potion of greater healing? Oh. I recognize it as a Maryland driver's license. <laughs> oh, no wonder I didn't like him. <laughs> it's the worst kind. Oh, also he tried to steal the crown, but... Yeah. <laughs> A greater healing potion? It's basically just a double healing potion, so 44 plus 4. Ah. Dang. The, the potion's red liquid glimmers when agitated. Oh, it's an espresso double shot. <laughs> hey, that's awesome. I will write that down on my character sheet. Yes, indeed. I was going to use that next turn, but you killed him before he had a chance. <laughs> Sweet. Oh, thank goodness. Phew. Wow. Wait, how does this work with the fairy dust? What does the fairy dust do again? So one of the effects that the fairy dust does is any damage or healing dice granted by the potion are doubled. Well, then it would double it. You'd get 8d4 plus 8 with this. So it would be a potion of greatest healing. That would be (laughs) insane. Yeah, it would be. Wow. Or great, great healing? Yeah. It would turn it from greater healing to superior healing, which is just the next one. That's awesome. How many pinches of that fairy dust do you have? Uh, I think we only had a few pinches, right? Yeah. Did I tell you? Do you have it written down? So, okay, a pouch containing a few pinches. If it's not written down, then you have three. Well, few... How many is few? Okay, few... Three. People, Th- he, he just, just said. said three. Yeah, if you don't have it written yeah. down, it's three. Okay, so we have three pinches. So we totally should use one pinch on this. Doesn't it only give it the effects for 24 hours? No, not this. So the fairy uh, dust? Some of the effects, yes. So, so some of the effects are only 24 hours, like... No, it's all permanent. It permanently changes the potion. Permanent? Wow. Wow. Additionally, any potion or food that has a pinch of fairy dust added tastes delicious and sates all hunger 
and thirst for 24 hours. But yeah, everything else is permanent. Dang, dog. Well, that's also a permanent effect. It's just that you don't have to eat for 24 hours after you drink the potion. Ah, that's nice. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, so it can double the damage or healing. It can double the duration. If the potion has a spell effect, improved by casting. It can go up to a higher spell slot. This, thing's, this, this stuff's awesome crazy we haven't used it. Really powerful. And I feel like we finally found a potion that it's worth using it on. Also, if we had a potion of giant growth, it would maybe be worth dusting. Now, do keep in mind that it applies each of these effects in order, so you'd have to use several pinches to get down to the lower ones. Right, but I I just want the first effect, honestly. (laughs) I just want it to be doubled in effectiveness. Mm. Don't want to save up for something with the duration that you can get a 10% chance to make it permanent. <laughs> um, well, you said we only have three pinches of this stuff. Yeah. That Actually, that brings up a great point. If you designed this magic item and told us this stuff about it, which you didn't, how do I know this stuff? I'm looking at the Patreon. Should I not know this about the dust? You had a chance to identify it when you got the spell. That's why I specifically don't look at stat blocks of things on the Patreon. Ah. <laughs> Patreon.com slash damage guild. Go check it out. It's awesome. But I don't look at the <laughs> we stat don't blocks. Look at it. Yeah, just don't look at it. But you should. We look at stuff, but just not the stat blocks. Because it's spoilery. Thane, so talk to me about the fifth effect. Uh, yeah, if the potion has a duration, there's a 10% chance it becomes permanent. I mean, that's strong, but it's only a 10% chance. A. B. I don't have five pinches. I have three. Uh, it would skip over the ones that can't be applied to the potion. Oh. So at this point, as we were training these past five days, we could say that Tokus has gone through and identified any magic items that we hadn't identified yet. Is that right? Yeah. Sweet. I do finally have the identify. Is there anything else that I could identify that hasn't been? I think this was probably the only one. Is the puzzle box magical or is it just a puzzle box? It's just a puzzle box. Okay. Because Shaba should identify what opens that box. Well, I was planning to identify that what opens that box each night of our training until our training was so rudely interrupted. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we can mm-hmm. touch on that in a bit. So did you add that potion to your char sheet? Yeah, I'm going to add the greater healing. Right. Sweet. Also, as a DM's note, I'm not sure that it's necessarily worth upping it to superior healing. Really? Just because, I mean, how many hit points do you really need to restore at one time? All of the hit points, Thane. All of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, maybe it'd be sweet to wait till we have a juicy potion to double the duration. Yeah, I don't think we need to add the pinch now. We can decide at the time. Well, it's just, it's hard to use the fairy dust in combat because it's as an action. You can add it. Right. Mm, That's true. So it's it's something I want to do outside of combat. But yeah, maybe this isn't the right potion. Mm. I know, Tokus, you could simply invent an injector that makes the fairy dust usable as a bonus action instead of an action. Mm. Hmm. Just inject fairy dust into myself? In, no, into whatever you're <laughs> into the using. Yeah. So it's an average of 14 points of healing. Using the fairy dust would add another 14 to that. Yeah. That is good. That's a lot of healing, though. Yeah. Tokus has a lot of hit points. Mm-hmm. For a pinch of fairy dust, totes worth it. Yeah, but you mostly use it to bring people back up when they're down, so... I don't know that it would make a huge difference. But being brought back up and then not immediately going back down <laughs> is good, I hear. That's true. We'll wait on the fairy dust on this item. We'll, we'll think on it. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally up to you. Considering it. It's the type of thing we could like use as a buff before we go into a combat that we know is about to happen. Yeah. Buff before the raid. Yep. Guys, we almost just lost the crown. That was very scary. Did this guy have any th- other anything else on him, on his corpse? 
that would identify him. You perform a thorough search, and the only identifying mark that you find is on his cloak that he's wearing, that single thread that denotes the cultist member, just as your cloaks have. Wow. Mm. He is a cultist. They wanted the crown. Uh, remind me the, the single thread. Yeah, Black Blade made those for us. They're in our costumes. Remember when we dressed up like the cult? Yeah, we still have our cultist robes. It's like a, a differently colored thread? I thought it was red. Yes, there's one single red thread so that you can't really see it unless you're right up next to it. Ah, uh, okay. okay. Got it. All right. Um, yeah, that was, that was super scary. That dude almost got away with it. And it means that the cult already knows that we have the crown. Yeah. So those guys who went out exploring to try to find it have escaped. So the one, the second party that went in search of the first freed the first, and they somehow got out without crossing the saber. They are crafty, yeah. They're crafty. They're a widespread organization. They must have uh, maybe more resources than we even know. Some sort of teleportation. Mm-hmm. Right. They could have teleported. I also think... And I look around. Are some of the other members of the Sapphire Saber near us now? Yeah, a small crowd has gathered. Several of them still have weapons out. And well, I won't talk about it here then, guys. There's probably about a dozen other members here. I will, I will talk about it. I'll express righteous indignation. How did this guy get in with a nine-foot golem through the front doors like it was nothing? How? Who let him in? Who was on guard? Who was at the front desk? Ribbon End is almost always on duty. I grab Ribbon End by the collar and lift him off his feet. Well, you head out to the front desk? I go to the front desk and I grab <laughs> Ribbon End and I lift him off his feet. Shaba, Shaba, put him down. How could you let a cultist in to the guild hall? <laughs> you get to the front desk and you see Ribbon End lying on the floor behind the desk. What? Oh, no. Ribbon End, Ribbon End, are you, are you okay? I'm so sorry, I got mad at you. 